and welcome to Concentrated Podcast presents Heralds of the MCU. I'm your host, Maria, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Manira. Hi, guys. And Eric. Excelsior. Why are you whispering it? I I don't don't know what's going on with that. Listen, we know we've been out of pocket, but we are back um, to welcome and discuss the newest newcomer to the MCU and probably one of my favorites right now. uh, As we're reviewing Disney Plus's She-Hulk episodes two through four uh, titled Superhuman Law, The People vs. Emil Blonsky, and Is This Not Real Magic? As always, before I jump in I feel like you have to say that with an accent. Like, is is this this not not real magic? magic? (laughs) I'm so so in love with this show. So, um, you know, let's let's get some initial first impressions and thoughts. Guys, what are are you thinking about these first uh, few episodes of the show? They're not long enough, but they're perfect. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's perfect in both writing and tone and the fact that they, they, they're going very meta. Like they know who are the people that hate the show and they know the people who love the show. Um, and they've addressed even all of the weird controversies like episodes three controversy that is not a controversy, but you know, hmm. shitty dudes on the internet want to make it a controversy. Wait, sure what's we'll the, what's the controversy? Okay. Well, let's wait till we get there. Um, Cause I think the, I know what the, it is. I was the, like the, that the, the, the Megan the Stallion thing, the twerking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can they can they're fuck like, oh all my the god, way off with that. Stan Lee, Stan Lee wouldn't approve of this, and they forget that Stan Lee also wrote and like had a whole show called Stripperella that was about a stripper who's a superhero. Yep. Um, and that you know, She Hulk over the years, written by men, has been extremely sexualized. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that it's written by women. They, they can't take the fact that, you know, she's enjoying herself and embracing her own sexuality or the fact that she's just a Megan the Stallion fan. Like, apparently everyone is. So. Everyone. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> everyone. You do it, Eric. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, 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 you no. Know, you guys, tongue, your tongue's got to go. Tongue's got to come all the, the way out. Thing. And it's, it's a quick. It's not yeah. an extended. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I don't think I've actually ever heard more of than 30 seconds of a Megan Thee Stallion song, so. We can change that. I mean, I'm not a fan, but I'm not not a fan. Not like, a fan. I, I have no issues with Megan. It's the same thing with, like, Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Like, I'm not fans, but I have nothing against them. Oh, well. Just not for me. Long back, yeah, we do have I, an issue with, but. Well, I also don't want to rile the, the, the beehive. The Swifties? Or the, or the Swifties, because I know <laughs> their fans are uh, quite bloodthirsty. Come at us. <laughs> they will dox you in a heartbeat. We need the we need the publicity. Oh my god. Publicity? Yes. <laughs> we need the publicity and the publicity. But anyway. But but listen, Eric, I, I think that what we need to do is we need to Manira, Courtney, and I, who's obviously Courtney's not with us today. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to get you a Meg the Stallions, Meg the Stallion Essentials playlist mm-hmm. and just have you just work your way through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure something will connect with you in there. A lot something of will won't. go in the gym in the gym mix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So, I, Manira, jot that I'll down. Get on. We, we got yeah, no to make that happen. Got it. Got All it. right. So let's go ahead and jump into episode two. You know, the last time we talked to you guys, we were just gushing about the first episode, excited to see where it went, and now that well, let's just jump right into episode two, like. Poor Jen, she loses her job because, well, she's a Hulk, only to get hired 
well because she's a Hulk and, mm-hmm. you know, has to deal. And, and it's a theme that I think we are seeing consistently throughout the series of people finding the value in her only when she's in Hulk form, right? And yeah, not. It's, it's very exploitative. Mm-hmm. She's, she's hired literally as a diversity hire because mm-hmm. they need a superhero. Mm-hmm. And only want her in that form. She can't be in her regular human form. I said human like dogs. <laughs> I mean, but but like, and, and the thing about it, like, when I watched the episode at first, I was like, well, you know, it shouldn't be a big deal, right? Like, you look amazing. Nobody's gonna fuck with you. Like, but then I really thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, but that's not. That is a part of who you are, but that is not who you are. And mm-hmm. how many of us, on a daily basis, go into the work setting? have to having to not be our authentic selves and like black this women is a, all the time well listen black women, <laughs> black lemons yes black lemons, black lemons, lemons all the time. <laughs> but black women especially mm-hmm. you know transgender people yes people, this is a story of LGBTQ, our lives yeah mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so so I think that like for me, that was one of the biggest things that really stuck out was just that parallel to like the show is funny. It's entertaining. You know, it's to me, it's a comedy with action and I love every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that really stuck. It kind of struck a nerve with me. Like and so as we get into three and especially four, I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. I know your pain. Um, but I, I think we get we get her going in and then we get her first real interactions with the abomination. And when I say, I felt like that was just gold hearing him (laughs) kind of talk through all of the things that he has done and the life that he's trying to live. And then obviously we don't fucking trust him. Right. Or am I the only one that's like, I don't fucking trust him. I feel like he's giving us what we need. I feel like he's letting us know, hey, you can trust this part of me. But again, there's still some part of me that you cannot trust because obviously as soon as he gets out, I mean, the military will want him. Like, mm-hmm. he's the abomination. Like, <laughs> right. No? But yeah, no, I, I trusted him. I trusted him after seeing she, um, Shang-Chi. And him with Wong. I didn't feel like Wong would have taken him if he wasn't able to control Abomination. Like, separating Abomination from Emil Blonsky. I I trusted him at that point. Do I trust him fully? Absolutely not. I trust him like I trust Azimo. Let's put it that way. Well, he's also, much like Bruce, he's had, you know, more than a decade to kind of get a hold of this. Because mm-hmm. remember, it you know we're going by the 2008 Incredible Hulk film, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there was also a five year jump in their universe. So yeah. you know he's had a ton of time to to rehabilitate and learn how to control himself, kind of like what Bruce did with Smart Hulk, and now him and Hulk are one thing. But at the same time, he never had an alter ego, kind of like how She Hulk doesn't have an alter ego. It's just her right. in Hulk form, kind of mm-hmm. like it's just Blonsky in an Abomination form. He can control it now. Um, but I also, I feel like there's, I feel like he's the red herring to who the actual mm-hmm. villain might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that. And I think that the other thing, okay, and I know out... we, we have some, uh, 
we we do have one um one bit of feedback feedback yeah and they're also talking about some of the uh the theories to the villains as well but yeah there there's a bunch all right well let's make sure that we get into that before we're we're done i think um the only other thing that i want to say about you know kind of the combination of um or, or about episode three is that well i guess the series I think it's really, really cool that while the original or the 2008 Hulk obviously is canon and it's in the MCU, in a lot of ways, it's kind of been just ignored. I really like the callback to it and the way that they're doing it and making it kind of like seamlessly flow with the MCU in the way that we all kind of recognize it. So there's also the the joke um, that they put in there. There's a couple of Easter eggs, but the the main joke that when uh, when she calls Bruce to ask about you know should he, should she take the job, should she represent Blonsky, and he's like, well, you know, he's had a lot of time, just like I've had a lot of time, and he literally says, I was a, a completely different person back then, literally, which mm-hmm. is kind of a joke about She's Ed like, Norton, <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> um. But also, yeah, it, it's been a very long time, and um. There's something else that I had and I, I completely lost it now, but sorry. Yeah. Well, I will say this. I think also I was a little, I don't want to say trepidatious, but I was a little like, Ooh, I don't know if this breaking the fourth wall thing is going to get old newsflash. It is not getting old. I love all of it. I love having that perspective and in her interaction with, with us as the audience, as we go through. And I love that she gets it. It's mm-hmm. like she they, like Eric was saying in the beginning where they understand who's watching it and they understand who's hate watching it and mm-hmm. who will pick up on it and who will be like, oh, this is so I, I, I like that. To your point, I like the fourth wall breaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like with Deadpool where it's, you know, just for jokes and laughs like this is actually it's it's very much her her inner thoughts. And of course you see that that also is angering the trolls and they don't like that. They don't know. Why do you have to explain the jokes? Like she's not explaining the joke. You are the joke. Yeah. (laughs) It's insight into her personality and insight into her struggles as a woman and as a now superwoman. You know what it is? It gives very Rick and Morty vibes. And the whole idea that everybody thinks that they're a Rick when most of them are a Morty because they think they get it on some meta level and they really fucking don't. Oh, it's it's even funnier because most of them aren't Mortys, they're Jerry's. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So the other thing, too, because episode three, before we move on to episode four, has one of our one one of the many goddesses of our realm, Meg the Stallion, um, in the episode. And I think it was really funny because some of the feedback that I got from folks that I know were that they were kind of upset that we didn't get more Meg and that the twerking scene was reduced to a post-credit scene. But I think the exact opposite because the whole Asgardian fairy, that was fucking hilarious it really was it really like i i think it was that episode where i was like okay yeah no they get it like they get exactly what they're doing they get exactly who she is they understand what we want to see in this series i yeah no chef's gifts like it was it was perfect it was Mm -hmm. everything that it needed to be that little stinger was fantastic Mm -hmm. like her just saying like i will kill for you megan they say like <laughs> yes because we all will just mm-hmm. megan please know that if you mm-hmm. need anything 
we we can add a bar. We got you, girl. Yeah, but no, it was it was perfect. Like it, every everything about episode three and on, like episode mm-hmm. four, they they hit their stride. They know what they're doing. It's fantastic. And with that, let's get into. So, Eric, is it is it really just the sexualization and the twerking? Because they can go fuck right off if if that's oh, yeah. the whole controversy. For, for the most part, it's the 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 biggest controversy is the fact that like oh the the originators of She Hulk wouldn't have She Hulk twerking when there's literally examples of like them having She Hulk jump rope naked and do and you know she's one of the most sexually exploited characters because apparently the internet has a giant mommy fetish. Um, and if you, you know, th- look back to Resident Evil uh, 8 with uh, Lady Demerskew, who would probably mispronounce the name, but uh, apparently the internet is hot for giant women right now. So She-Hulk was, is no exception and has been Not like that right since the now. 80s. Yeah, say, <laughs> since the 80s. Um, yeah, it's, it's just weird dudes that are, you know, just over-sexualizing a comic book character because, you know, they, 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 there's also a weird crush fetish thing going on. I don't understand it, but um, the internet I have a crush on things. Jen. I, no, no, no. Like As in a... being crushed. They want to be oh. crushed by a large Well, that's woman. their kink. We don't yeah. kink shame, but, you know. No, but at the same time, like, you can't complain about one thing and no. then yearn for it at the same time. So mm-hmm. get your yeah. shit together, Internet. And I like that you just said you have a crush on, on Jen because that takes us into episode four. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, Jen, you're right. We want Wong all day, every day. And you mm-hmm. and Wong together are, mm-hmm. mwah, like... I, Get a get a third in there. You know who the third is. Get get that third in there. It's Madison. Oh, with a Y, listen, but not where you think. Not, not, not where you, you think. think. She's fantastic. When she jumped out of that portal, Walker. Like, <laughs> I love her. I love her. Oh, they need to be together. They like and a buddy cop, just like. It, I don't, anything get them in anything she needs to be wherever wong is wong needs to be telling her madison get over here She'd be like what wongers just yeah they, they listen episode four just took it completely over the top for me <laughs> and it was crazy because as poor jen is going through her dating woes i literally looked over at my husband and i'm like but i don't get it like She's i can't I would fucking date Jen, not she's not cute. She Hulk, Jen. She is hella cute. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these dudes? I mean, and I guess in the show, they got to kind of they explain it. Well, no, no, no. It's the same thing where it is uh, hypersexualization of the character of She Hulk, but also it's that thing where like, oh, this is new. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, mm-hmm. look back to the seventies and eighties with white guys dating black women. But they, you know, and they're specifically like, oh, I don't want white women. I want a black woman. And they couldn't tell you why, but it was something different. Mm-hmm. And it's gross and it's uh, kind of xenophobic Feti- at the same time. Fetishization. Yeah, fetishization. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, again, going back to the Internet's giant mommy thing. So mm-hmm. you are you are shaming that kink. You can't get. Listen, I don't care. Kink. As, listen, <laughs> as a cisgendered male. As a cisgender heterosexual male, basically coming for these fools, I support it. I love it. Eric, keep it going. I need all that energy. Because think about it, Manero, when you and I say it, we're fucking haters. Yeah. Right? Right? We've got an agenda. 
Eric is just speaking facts and, and I support it. I support you, little brother. Keep it going. Um, I mean, the internet is trash and I, it really I, is a dumpster. Fire. If I have to, I don't, I don't want to be again as a cisgendered male, I don't want to be the one having to point out the trash. I don't want to have to be the, the garbage man or garbage person, but that's wild. Um, Cause you love going down garbage. Oh, <laughs> I, I do. When, when deserved. Uh, a, a fictional character doesn't deserve it. Someone else deserves it, and they'll get all their smoke this weekend. Uh, but you know, <laughs> fictional characters don't deserve it. The people who who pick on the creators of fictional characters and then make it very real, they deserve it. Them, yeah. I'll throw in the trash compactor all day, every day, not just Wednesdays. Trash <laughs> all day. Not just Wednesdays. Oh my god. Um, in, but... in our neighborhood, the trash is Wednesdays. Maybe I different see... for you. Yeah, ours is he sweep... Tuesdays. Does, do they sweep up on Wednesdays? <laughs> They sweep uh, yeah. on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. <laughs> she does. <laughs> shoo, shoo, shoo. Um, yeah. So I think that kind of getting back to it, having, we've seen Wong, having a very Wong centric episode, I think was super, super cool. Again, Madison with two N's and a Y, but not where you think. We need her back multiple times. I don't even just want her in the show. Sprinkle her into yeah, the no, movies. Yeah, I, no, I, I need her to mm-hmm. be the new Nick Fury. Just like randomly <laughs> popping up. Like maybe at the end she winds up with a sling ring and just keeps popping up in random places. <laughs> like have her pop up in the next, like in 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 the Kang Dynasty and Avengers movie. And just be like, Kang? And like, oh, well, this version of Kang knows her for some reason. <laughs> I feel like she's thing. very well connected for no reason. Here's the thing. This, like... When she popped up on Wong with that heart in his hand, the stuff that she was saying happened to her. We got to see that, right? That's got to be somewhere, right? That's that's an Easter egg. And that's, uh, you know what? This may finally be your Mephisto moment. Um, Not she my mentions, Mephisto moment. <laughs> well, the internet has been craving for Mephisto since day one of WandaVision. But mm-hmm. um, she references meeting a demon and the, the demon being named um, Jake. What was it? Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, this is clearly a Mephisto reference. Mephisto has sometimes has used the alias Jack um, um, and also makes a lot of deals with people for their souls. So I want to know what that fucking deal is. Uh, we, we can't know or else they'll take her soul. Listen, but no, we all know Madison is not going to keep that secret. She going to tell somebody. She going to tell her bestie Wong. What are you she talking tell about? During like bottomless gin and teas. <laughs> here's, here's one to, to break the internet's brain. What if Madison tells the secret and she's the new Ghost Rider? Because we have a, a knockoff Ghost Rider in this with Donnie Blaze. But like we know that she made a deal with a demon, but we could have been Mephisto, right. could have been Zarathos, could have been any of the number of demons. What if Madison becomes the Ghost Rider and her her Ghost Rider chariot is whatever Uber she gets into because she's drunk? <laughs> I would love that. No, seriously, give her more to do. <laughs> oh, I would love every bit of it. Let Madison be our new Colson. How about that? How about that? Just- That's kind of what Wong has been recently. Um, well, Wong has been the the Nick Fury, so yeah, she could be the Coulson to his Nick Fury. They're always yeah, together now. They are. They're, they're watching. Uh, they're watching Sopranos, and she's constantly spoiling it for him. <laughs> but I think he secretly loves it. Like, there's always a guy that's like, "Ugh, I hate hanging out with that girl." But really, they're like, "I love it. She's my best friend. I don't want to tell anybody." I feel. I feel like eventually that's going to be Eric and Courtney. Like they fight with each other. No, it's all the baby. Time. It's not eventually. It's it very already much is, happening. Right? Yes. <laughs> they uh, very much are Courtney. like, oh, I can't stand you. But really, tell me the tea. Like, what's going on? What's happening? <laughs> that's very much them. Look at 
at Eric's face. Eric's like, fuck all. She's the only one that supports going down Scumbag Alley. You guys don't even want to. You don't even want to look <laughs> no. in the neighborhood. <laughs> no. She's ready to get a condo there. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, we... <laughs> It's just, it's great so far. We know that there is a villain. Obviously, Jen got attacked Mm -hmm. in episode three. And we start Mm -hmm. episode four with her dad, which is so adorable, thinking that he's going to come and protect her somehow. Like, she's not a fucking Hulk. Well, she gets attacked by a version of the Wrecking Crew, um, which are actual supervillains in the Marvel Universe, which leads to another Easter egg. um, The Wrecking Crew being an Easter egg. But in the comics, the Wrecking Crew is hired by the leader. And we do know that the leader exists, especially if the Incredible Hulk from 2008 is canon, um, because by the end of that, we see uh, what's the name getting infected with some Hulk blood, kind of like she did. So that's the the big the Internet is very uh, they're horny for giant mommies and they're horny for a World War Hulk and be the leader because there's a lot of they want World War Hulk because we see an episode two Hulk leaving on a ship to on the Sakarian ship. Mm-hmm. So. Everyone thinks, you know, the next big thing is World War Hulk. I don't think so. I don't think Marvel would go that hard unless we find out that, you know, he's going back because maybe he's got a Hulk kid that he doesn't know about. And in World War Hulk, that is a a big thing where he has basically a family. Um, But yeah, World War Hulk. And then everyone is like, oh, okay, well, the Wrecking Crew is here. And we still have Tim Blake Nelson who is around and we would love to see him back. I think he'd be a great leader again. So hopefully he comes back. Yeah. I would like him to sorry I was when he was when he was talking about it I would like him to have a family only because in the first episode he not so subtly shared that he has been lonely and the only yeah. person that he's really hung out with is Tony and Tony has died so I I feel like that would be a good add on to Bruce's now life. Well, that's one of the things about World War Hulk is that he does have a family for a bit, but they die. And it's because of the people on Earth. And that's why he comes back and he brings his own army with him. And it's a very big deal. So that's what the Internet wants. They want World War Hulk. Okay. In fairness, I'm kind of um, neutral on the whole World War Hulk thing. But one of my dearest and closest friends, uh, a, a a loyal fan by the name of Big Kev would literally lose his shit because all he's ever wanted is for eventually the MCU to get to World War Hulk. So for him, I kind of hope it happens. Like, you know, we, we had we had a version of Planet Hulk, and that was essentially Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we they could do a version of World War Hulk, especially now that we have She-Hulk and, you know. They're they're gearing up for Young Avengers, and maybe we'll get like uh, Scar, who is uh, or not Scar, I forget his name. It's Wiccan's boyfriend, who is a Hulkling. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's potential for it. It just needs to be earned, and they're they're building the block. So if they do it, as long as it's not like the finale of this season of right. She-Hulk, like right. if you build the blocks across a couple of movies, then yeah, earn it. And Marvel's good for that. It's not like DC where they're like, oh, hey, there's Hulk next movie, World War Hulk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like they did with Superman and then death of Superman immediately. Yeah, I don't see them doing anything like I see them using Hulk, but I this is very much Jen's world. And so if anything, I feel like it would be a tie-in to the Daredevil, the new Daredevil series. I don't see it being a tie-in to any of the Hulk. 
Oh yeah, no, we already have sense. confirmation that that Matt Murdock is showing up and he's going to show off the new yellow and red suit, which I'm very excited about because it's always been one of my favorites. Um, and we know that we have a new Daredevil series, but yeah. that ties more into you know him being a lawyer and her being a lawyer. Right. My only thing I want to know is you know how did he get here because he's an East Coast lawyer and she's a West Coast lawyer, but I'm sure they'll find a way around that. I don't think we'll like they might mention Bruce again, but I don't think he's going to pop up again in this season. No, like I think he, that we've got our our guy. I think our guy is Wong. Yeah, well, I, I feel like um, if they do bring back Leader, it won't it won't be you know him going after Bruce. He'll find out that Bruce is off world, so he's going after his cousin who has very similar powers. Even though she's you know she's nowhere near as powerful, but she is still he wants more of that Hulk DNA. Mm-hmm. What does Leader look like? Um, he is a, a green gentleman who's kind of smallish, but he's got a big old head. Like he's got the, the leader, his, his brain is his power. Does he shape shift? No, oh. he's, he's very much like Hulk's Dr. Doom. And he's got like money. Does he have money? At certain points because he's a genius and you know, he's more so interested in getting the Hulk power. Like he's, he wants the, the brawn to go with the brain. Okay. I asked because of one of the creepy guys that she was on a date with that was asking her all about her like power uh, and no. stuff like that. He uh, he literally is just an example of the internet fetishizing She-Hulk. Like he wants oh, to know what's okay. your powers? Are you invincible? You know, it's not like the one guy who clearly just wanted to to dominate her. He was like, "How much do you lift? A, right. a ton? Oh, well, I lift 600. I'm not I'm not even a superhero." Yeah. He was just trying to to get his uh his application into the Avengers. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, he he's just, you know, again, the the creators realizing that there are these dudes that exist and that they want to highlight how terrible they are. Okay. I'm on the lookout. After after her getting, um, well, after them trying to uh, kidnap her and take some of her blood, I am on the lookout for anybody that asks her any inappropriate questions that aren't, you know, regular appro- inappropriate questions. That no, but that, that's a that. that's a good one. He might he might also be one of the, like we didn't see all of the Wrecking Crew's faces, so right. he could be one of them, um, or he could just be another dude fetishizing another her. Creepy guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like that this it, it, it this show because we're we're watching it now. I'm with Eric, and you know how Eric likes watchings. Mm-hmm. Um, the show does not shy away from like female sexuality because Jen mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, no, I want to fuck that guy." I like him. <laughs> he said he cute. <laughs> I would love to be able to say that I look at my husband and be like, "Hey, tonight you," and then pick his ass up from the sofa and go and yep. wreck his world. Mm-hmm. Like, well, then you need to get them gains. You need to you need to work on your squats and your deadlifts. Get that core strength. I mean, maybe, just, but I'm because you guys are five, you guys three. are close to the yeah. I say you guys are close to the same height. Gotta, no, no, there's the a four going. inch difference. I know it doesn't look like it because I'm fat, but he is literally four inches taller wow. than me. <laughs> like, well, because you know, sometimes, you know, when you're wide, it kind of like skews the perception of your height. And people mm-hmm. always Just seem to think I'm taller lift than with I your am. Legs. Lift with your legs. That's all you got. Go do. with that. You want to be taller than you are. Be like, yeah, I sure am. <laughs> I like I like being short. I'm one of I'm Dude. one of those people that's not mad about being short. Yeah. I'm I'm the exception, not the norm. Now listen, fat, meh, not crazy about it. I'm starting to live with it. Lizzo got me out here living my best life. Like you know what, girl? Yes, I yes. do need them yitty thongs. Fuck the world. But but height has never been. An Side issue. note: If you do get that yitty, let me know because I've been in the market and I've been looking at it and I want to see. Oh, bitch! I ordered because I have a Fabletics membership, so mm-hmm. I went ahead and used my point this week. 
or this month to order the Yiddy um, shapers. Yes. Yes. That's, week. that's what I'm, that's what I'll I'm into. You know. So let me know. Let yes. Know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Eric, Eric did you, you want, want her to, right? Cause I can <laughs> you wanna, get you some too. Do you want her to know about Yiddy? No. I don't, I don't know what that is, but it, it's a, you heard, yeah, I heard the word thong and I don't need anything. <laughs> thong related. No, no they got shapers too. No, yeah. Yiddy, Yiddy is, um, is Lizzo's brand collaboration with, uh, with Kate Hudson. And apparently everybody loves it. They're, they're, they're like, it's great. So, you know, anywho. So getting back to it. because Kate, Kate Hudson's not on my cool list. She's, she's a little weird. No, listen, she is. But just like Meg the Stallion, we are here for everything Lizzo does. Mm-hmm. And Lizzo, yes. Just not Kate Hudson. Lizzo is the queen of queens for me. So, yeah, we, we got we to gotta support support the homie mm-hmm. all right so um if i remember correctly i heard you guys say that we got some uh fan theory we did however um i just want to say titania the best petty the best petty that oh, ever petty <laughs> oh listen listen i was like that is such a great idea who the fuck am i gonna trademark their shit now I do like that. Like the the internet was like, oh, it's you know, we only get like one episode of Jamel Jamil, and I was like, no, I feel like they wouldn't have hired her just to pop in for one second. Like, yeah, we're we're gonna get full Tahani on the next one. She's been all like all in through it. We just haven't seen her face. Like every time she turns on the television, they're talking about Titania. She's mm. in the crawl space. She's they're doing marketing with Jamila, doing different things. No, no, no. She she's very much she's very much in Jen's business. <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, they're utilizing the character very well because she's actually the second Titania. Um, the the character Mary McPherson, we, we or Mary McFerrin, which we we know that's her name because it's on the court paperwork that the process mm-hmm. server shows up with, mm-hmm. which I thought was a hilarious scene when he tried to act like uh, he's like, oh yeah, I got a, a special delivery. She's like, I know what a process server looks like. <laughs> he's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, she she's a the original one was a wrestler, which explains the costume, which why you know when she comes into the courtroom in the first episode, she has like on a big belt, and people were like, why do you look like a pro wrestler? And uh, to that point, I wanted to be like, hey, read the comics, but I'm not toxic. And I was just like, you know what? I'll let her tell you to read the comics. Mm-hmm. All right. So you asked about the fan theory. So we yes, um, it is from Big Kev. And he says, I think the big bad and She-Hulk will be one of these three. Um, number one, the leader, which Eric said. Number two, Red Hood, which nobody talked about. And Ooh. three, Loki. Um, I think it's one of the three because the Wrecking Crew and the fact that they worked for all three at different points. Um, I do not think it's Loki, but does anybody know about this Red Hood gentleman? Um, yeah, Red Hood is, what is his real name? Parker, Parker something. Um He's not a, I not a look super. At my big book of weird. I didn't oh, you have one of those Marvel. It's uh, uh, Parker Robbins. Parker Robbins, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, he's not. I don't think he's that big enough of a villain to bring in. I like I said. I feel like Leader is the safe choice, and I feel like Leader would work really well in the TV sense mm-hmm. instead of you know kind of like they do with some of like uh, the first season of Arrow and every season of Arrow because no one knows Green Arrow's mm-hmm. villains. They just gave them Batman villains, so they do the same thing with She Hulk, where like. She doesn't really have a ton of her own villains. They just give her Hulk villains, like leader. And now Hulk is off world. And because we still have the 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 distribution deal with Universal, we can't get a full-on incredible Hulk movie. 
So that's why they they bring in Hulk at times. They have they bring him in for um, for Ragnarok and, and all that stuff because we can't get a solo Hulk movie because of that deal. Marvel doesn't want to pay them, and Universal doesn't want to give up the rights. So Hulk can appear in things. He just can't have his own solo movie without a whole bunch of legal shenanigans. So do it on She-Hulk, and then bring Hulk back later for something else. I'm sorry. The gentleman who plays Donnie's um, assistant, Cornelius, he's 104. He looks good for 104. He does. Still spry. Are you serious? He's 104? (laughs) What in the entire? No. Manure, that can't be right. I. I need to like CC. Let me see. When is your birthday, gentlemen? Yeah, because listen, CC. <laughs> that's that's taking the whole black doe crack to a whole nother level. It really is. Because I was like, oh, he's like in his seventies. I thought and so too. Yeah, and he's hilarious. Like, continuing to just basically co-sign everything <laughs> Donnie says. I did enjoy him like helping Donnie all the time. He was like, oh, you just put the the letter in your shirt. No, he didn't. yeah no um yeah several articles leon lamar is the gentleman's name saying that he is the oldest actor in the mcu ever um and that he is 104 and i think he just turned 104 which is why it's so surprising to a lot of people listen bubble wrap and keep him safe yes we need to protect him at all costs are you kidding oh my goodness listen i just I love everything about this. I, I think, you know, to, to Big Kev's point, I think he introduced three good ones, but I, I have to agree in his first choice in Eric's um, theory that I think it will be the leader. It makes the most sense. Um, but honestly, it doesn't matter. It could it be a matter. fucking notebook <laughs> on the floor. And I'd be like, yep, that makes sense. Because A talking notebook? It's like, just, just I want to be the Hulk now. Right. Just a talking <laughs> notebook. Like, fuck you, Jen. I'm here to steal your powers. I already have knowledge because I'm a fucking right. book. <laughs> Give me your power. Like, it wouldn't even matter because this show is so fucking entertaining. I would love that. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the only thing, the only reason I would say I would want to see Red Hood or The Hood, uh, a lot of people will, will call him The Hood, um, is because he's created by Brian K. Vaughn, and mm. maybe he'll get a character that gets to go on for more than one fucking season. Eric, so. I'm not I'm not emotionally in a place to even talk about this, and when we record our regular concentrated episode, I'm still not sure if I'm going to be in a place emotionally to talk about this, because... I don't understand I'm why everybody throw hates him. everything. Yeah, but also they're they're a very new character. I believe the first appearance of the Hood was in like the early two thousands. So they're not popular enough, like Miss Marvel or Miles right. Morales, to like get in on something like this. But um, yeah, my money is on the leader. All the all the signs are there, and I feel like to waste a character, an actor like Tim Blake Nelson, to not bring him back yeah. would be just you know, it's a dumb idea. All right. Well, guys, listen, um, we love this fucking show, if you can't tell. Mm -hmm. So obviously we'll be back. I think we'll probably be back next week after episode five, because I feel like there were a lot of great lead ins in episode four. That gives me the the impression that we're going to have a lot to discuss on episode five. But this is a long season and we're here for it. Unlike, you know, baseball and basketball, whose seasons are way too fucking long for no reason. 
She-Hulk can be the longest TV season ever, and I'm good with it. So Baseball well, and basketball are turning around like, wait, why are we in this? What yeah, are you talking about? Because no sport should have a 100-plus game season, and let's just leave that there. Go ahead, yeah. Eric. No, I was going to say, uh, She-Hulk is nine episodes, so the only other show that was nine episodes was the first season. Well, WandaVision, I would say the first season, but they're not making a second season. This will likely get a second season. Because this, well, this is supposed to be, you know, as Kevin Feige mentioned, the, the street level heroes. So like her and Miss Marvel, um, we don't know if we're getting another Hawkeye, but we do know that we're getting a Thunderbolts movie. So listen, and, you know. if, if I don't get another season of Hawkeye, there may be riots in the streets. It was the first season was so good. But again, I, don't I mean, think as long as it doesn't it doesn't need to be another season, you could just fold that into a Young Avengers. Young show. Avengers. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really you have, what I want. You have, you have you have uh, you have Hawkeye. You have Miss Marvel. You have um, America Chavez, who hopefully will get a chance to, you know, evolve as a character. Yeah, yeah. You got the twins. Yeah. You got the twins. What if she shows up in this? I mean, yeah, she is at uh, at Comitage. Yeah. And uh, the, well, the one thing that, that people are wondering is like, where did this take place in the timeline? Because he uh, Wong mentions a wedding that he went to with uh, with Madison. So everyone thinks that it's um, what's your name's wedding from Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I didn't see Wong there, though. Was he there? Maybe in a version. I don't know. But he, he mentions a wedding. So it's either that wedding or they got married off screen and we don't know. Yeah. And now, you know, she's Mrs. Wongers. Because <laughs> they were just hanging out. Watching listen, Sopranos. You know, with your be- listen, you hang out with your best friend. And they were watching Sopranos that time. They were watching um and the stinger, they were watching This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she, you know, she had a comfy hoodie on. It wasn't like a, you know, she was she was moving in. She was leaving things at his place, all the all the the telltale signs. Not all the telltale signs. All right, guys. We will be back next week to discuss this further. You know, Kev, other fans, keep your theories coming. Because uh, we love talking about this show, so we can talk, talk, talk all day long. And make sure that if you have some feedback, send that to us to our email address, which is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com, or you can drop it on our Facebook page, which is concentrated, or you can hit us on either Instagram or Twitter. Our handle on both is at concentratedpod. So with that, guys. Oh, there, can- there also was that Easter egg that they mentioned in the episode where she uh, does the parole for Blonsky. Um, where one of the reporters asks her, A, if she's an Avenger, and B, um, is it true that you got your powers from a mob hit? That's her actual comic origin. It's like she she takes a, a job, and uh, during a mob hit, she gets injured, and the only person with uh, similar blood is Bruce, and he Bruce. gives her a blood transfusion. Oh, yeah. So nice. I like that. They're very meta with a lot of their references, and I enjoy that because, you know, as as a comic book fan, they pop up uh, for me, and I haven't even gotten into the whole like in episode four when she's going through her to do list. There's a lot of like comic references in there. So I think maybe next week what we should do is when we start the episode, or yeah, when we start our episode before we mm-hmm. get into episode five, let's do a, a recap of all of the Easter eggs that folks might have missed from episodes one through four. Because we haven't really spent a lot of time talking about Easter eggs because we've just been gushing over the show. So there you go, guys. Something to look forward to next week. And, you know, with that, we'll be back next week. Later, everybody. Bye. Peace.